Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm Nick Flanagan. I'm here to tell you all about my life. Ideally, you could tell me about yours. Email weekly podcast, W-E-A-K-L-Y, podcast at gmail.com, and we could have a great time learning about each other. But for now, I'll tell you about me. First of all, you like the podcast, you're listening to it. So something got you into it. Uh, subscribe, tell a friend, whatever you want to do. Get that out of the way. I feel like I've been too self-promotional lately. And by lately, I mean the last 37 years of my life. When I was one year old, I said to my mom, check out my newsletter. I was a young Thomas Paine. You know what? Thomas Paine? He deserved to be paid, paid for that. He was the original pamphleteer. Someone pointed out yesterday I keep saying I'm a comedian. (laughs) I do the podcast. And then suddenly I'm like, you know how many people died in the Holocaust? Six million. Not the funniest points I bring up all the time. But today, we're going to have fun. Today we're going to have a great time. Last night, I was uh, going through my Netflix choices with someone. And I said, you know, I want to see Scent of a Woman. That's a great thing about staying alive. Not not the movie and not the song, but, but the act of it. You wind up getting that chance to see movies you avoided for years. At some point in my life, I'm going to see Titanic. It's just inevitable. And that's only because I'll keep living that I'll get to. And in this case, I said, well, I never wanted to see Scent of a Woman. But today, tonight, I want to see it. And I was like, why didn't I want to see Scent of a Woman again? And that was when I remembered, oh, because by all accounts, it looked poor. And it was not a great movie. It was two and a half, almost two hours and 40 minutes long. Directed by the guy who did Midnight Run. Written by the person who made One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Starring Robin, Chris O'Donnell. And, of course, Michael Corleone himself, Al Pacino. How many stars would I give Scent of a Woman? I'd give it one, two stars, I think, out of 20. Fascinatingly bad movie, though. Awkwardly bad. It has some good moments. Even some good Pacino moments, but his performance, it looks like he's wearing this sort of wig made of half a, uh, like, like, part of a tire... Um, his blind guy eyes are quite distracting. Why is Bradley Whitford so mean to him? Yeah, that's the cast. Bradley Whitford. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Gabrielle Anwar. And Chris O'Donnell. One of the gentlest screen stars you're going to see. Chris O'Donnell. wonder what he's up to these days. He got his marketing degree, that's what I learned. This movie and his accent. Let me tell you something about me. He doesn't even talk like that, but it's this combination of inexplicable New Orleans, 
Pacino speaks in this accent. Ask me a question, boy. Just one question. Ha! There's a Norm MacDonald sketch called Tex Hooper. He does the same kind of ha! And it was something... It was this movie that made me realize that Pacino's like an interesting kind of method actor. First of all, I heard that he was playing blind the whole time on set. (laughs) If you can believe that. Someone's like, Al, do you have a second to read those uh, lines? Uh, I could do them braille. Do you have some braille by any chance? (laughs) His voice is so crazy. His type of method acting is not to research what he's doing, but just to launch into doing it. From what I understand. And it makes tons of sense, right? Because Scarface is not like any Cuban accent that ever existed. Nor a Cuban person. I don't know about Meng. I don't know if he invented Meng or what. And admittedly, Stephen Bauer is Cuban. So he was there as Manolo to help Al Pacino along the way. But yeah, Scarface, he just was like, I'll be a Cuban guy. My Cuban guy. Yeah. And then, uh, what's another good example? Devil's Advocate. He was like, what if the devil was like this? Hey. I'm the devil. And then he just rolled with that the whole time. You can't really method act the devil. And on, along the lines of the method acting thing that he does is the tango scene in Scent of a Woman. One of the nicest scenes in the movie. And he... Apparently Gabrielle Anwar had experienced tangoing. And she still went to the practices. He had no experience tango, tangoing. He wasn't even in tango and cash. And he didn't go to the rehearsals. So she was saying something along the lines of, he just kept stepping on her toes the whole time doing the tango. He just does what he wants. But I love it. I love it. I could watch him do that character whose name I don't even remember at all millions of times in a row. If it weren't two hours and 37 minutes. And then at the end, like, I I always thought Scent of a Woman had more of an army tie-in, but it's just that he's an ex-army guy. I thought it was like Chris O'Donnell's in military school, he gets court-martialed. I think I basically kind of combined it with A Few Good Men. And turns out that's not the case. It's just that uh, Chris O'Donnell's character goes to Baird, which is some fancy school for fancy boys. Little Lord Fauntleroy's 
and a young Philip Seymour Hoffman has money. And uh, Chris O'Donnell's character doesn't. And then he has to wind up getting, you know, James Rathbone or whatever that guy's name is. What's his name? Horn? Brackhorn? You'd know him to see him. Brusshorn? James Brusshorn? Bromhorn? You know who I'm talking about. Bald guy, pointy nose. Character actor. He's like putting them on trial in front of the whole school, and that's where Al Pacino does all of his crazy speeches. His speech at the end is crazy. It goes in 37 different directions. He's telling this room full of kids, he's like, I've seen boys younger than you torn apart in the middle of their body. You think I lost my eyes from an accident? I lost them from the things I saw. Ooh. And then when he gives his big speech, the entire school erupts in cheers. This entire school that we have been led to believe is full full of only rich, fancy people is just so enamored with this crazed person they don't even know if he's really blind. To them, he just looks like an actor pretending to be blind. Who literally says... I don't know if what this boy did is right or wrong, but he did do it. But he didn't do that. And then everyone cheers. And they're like shaking his hand. They just met the guy. And then he like meets a woman immediately. It's like the end of the breakfast club. Suddenly everyone's got people they're dating. Scent of a woman. Two hours and 37 minutes and I just summarized it for you in roughly 10 I'm just getting warmed up. I'm just getting warmed up. I'll tell you, that movie made me want to drive a Ferrari, though. No lie. Look. Podcast. Coming to a close. Had to reschedule one of my musical guests. He'll be on soon. For now, I just need to say, if you're enjoying the podcast, as I said at the beginning, subscribe, tell a friend. I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. Check it out if you want. I uh, traded for some new speakers today. That's what's playing this wonderful mix that I've made. And um, I'm loving it. Thank you, Matthew, for that. Traded some of my 7 inches to him. He gets the Jotex I Gotcha 7 inch. He gets the Vangelis Chariots of Fire 7 inch. He gets the Funkadelic One Nation Under a Groove 7-inch, which I probably should have checked on Discogs before selling, trading. But whatever, sometimes people get lucky. I'm going to go. You're wonderful. I'll have a new podcast up tomorrow. I promise you that one will have a guest. And uh, we'll have so many laughs. So, if you want to watch Scent of a Woman, kill some time. Try not to watch it after midnight. That's a long-ass movie. Big investment. Let me know what you think. What you what I might have missed. Take care, friends.